Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we have reached part three of Can You Hear the Watchman's Cry and Are You Ready? and in continuation of our coverage of the last day's precursors that are strongly pointing to the final things that will bring about the fulfillment of God's prophetic word. I will be sharing a commentary written by Brit Gillette entitled, Why the Stage is Set for the End Times. Brit is the founder of End Times Bible Prophecy, and he has written several books on the topic of the end times. His research has been stellar, not only in discerning the urgent connection between current events and the prophetic word of God, but, more importantly, his conclusions are biblically sound and scripturally correct. As we go through this exercise, I believe that we will glean much worthwhile Holy Spirit guidance, as well as provision in stirring our hearts to be more positioned in readiness and preparation for our soon meeting with Jesus in the air. He writes, as a student of Bible prophecy for almost 30 years, and specifically end times Bible prophecy, no other time has seemed as close to the end times as right now. Why do I say this? Because particularly in the past year, the geopolitical and economic stage has been set for the fulfillment of several end-times prophecies. We now have several potential crises on the horizon, and those potential crises are the same ones that the Bible says will take place either in the tribulation period or the days immediately preceding the tribulation. The following are just a few. The Gog of Magog War. The Bible points to a future attack on Israel known as the Gog of Magog War, which is described in Ezekiel chapters 38 to 39. It says that a military alliance that includes Russia, Iran, Turkey, and a number of Muslim nations will attack Israel in the latter days when God brings his people home from among the enemy nations. These two points are confirmed in Ezekiel 38.8 and 39.27. Today, we see those nations forming an alliance for the first time, an alliance that has never existed in world history. Russia, Iran, and Turkey all have an active military presence in Syria, meaning that they're right on Israel's northern border at this very moment. Why is this important? because Ezekiel specifically says that this alliance will attack Israel from the north, as recorded in Ezekiel 38.15 and Ezekiel 39.2. In addition, the ancient territory of Magog covers a number of modern-day nations, one of which is Afghanistan. Up until recently, it was difficult to imagine U.S.-occupied Afghanistan joining the Gog of Magog invasion. But now, with the Taliban back in control, it would make sense that they will join the invading alliance. The way nations are aligned today, the Gog of Magog invasion could take place even tomorrow. All of the pieces are in place, while even just a few years ago, that wasn't the case. Next, global war prospects. 
while rumors of war have been common since the end of World War II. The current situation is different. The world is in the midst of an energy crisis. Europe has seen natural gas prices surge in the past month, and China and India are experiencing rolling blackouts of electric service. Not only will this create problems in an already broken global supply chain, but these are the conditions that often give rise to war. And energy resource issues could provide the spark that ignites the next world war. For example, China threatens to invade Taiwan on almost a daily basis. If China does invade, the United States claims that it will defend Taiwan. And if that occurs, such a conflict will devastate the world. Both China and the United States are nuclear powers, and both likely have high-tech space weapons, cyber warfare capabilities, and innovative weapons never before seen on a battlefield. Such a conflict could easily erupt into World War III. However, even if it doesn't, the global economy would collapse and the global supply chain would be irreparably broken if the two largest economic powers went to war. The same is true in regard to Israel and Iran. Both nations have been engaged in a type of Cold War for years, and with each passing month, the prospect of an all-out war only increases. A conflict between the two could pull the Middle East and the entire world into a cataclysmic war. Throw in India's border disputes with China and Pakistan, as well as North Korea's belligerence toward its neighbors and the United States, and the prospects of a global war are probably the highest that they've ever been in the post-Cold War era. At any moment, a flare-up in any one of the several hotspots could cascade into a global war. Yet contrary to popular belief, the world will survive World War III. The death toll will be enormous, but the human race won't be annihilated, as Revelation 6-4 confirms. The Bible says that a global war will kick off the tribulation and precede the global rule of the Antichrist. Right now, the odds of a devastating global war appear very high. Next, global inflation prospects. Shutdowns, travel regulations, and other COVID restrictions have wreaked havoc on the global supply chain since early 2020. And it's only going to get worse. Lack of shipping containers, global port congestion, and a lack of workers to produce, transport, and stock goods have led to shortages in everything, from toilet paper and microprocessors to chicken wings and tractor tires. Meanwhile, central bank and government policies creating low interest rates and instituting rent-slash-mortgage moratoriums, student loan moratoriums, stimulus checks, and tax credits have only added to demand. Basic economics says that if you lower supply and increase demand, you get higher prices. We are seeing that right now, especially at the grocery store, and don't expect it to get any better. The Bible says that the world will experience an unprecedented hyperinflation during the tribulation. Following the global war outlined in Revelation 6-4, the world experiences a time when an entire day's wages will barely buy enough food to survive. Given the inflation and shortages that we're already seeing, how bad will it get if a major war breaks out anywhere in the world? 
much less an all-out global war like the one foretold in Chapter 6 of Revelation. Next, the rising mark of the beast system. Throughout the world, governments are pushing COVID vaccines. Those who refuse the jab face a long list of penalties, including loss of employment, health care, freedom of movement, and liberty in general. Those pushing vaccine mandates and vaccine passports seek to coerce people into compliance. The goal is to ostracize the unvaccinated from society. If these coercive policies remain in place, they will create a mark of the beast system, indistinguishable in impact from the true mark of the beast. In doing so, they will pave the way for the rise of the Antichrist and the actual mark of the beast as outlined in the book of Revelation. The Bible says that those who refuse the mark of the beast will be shut out of the global economy. They will be unable to buy or sell anything without it. And today we see the stage being set for the fulfillment of this prophecy. In some places, vaccine passports are required for a person to appear anywhere in public, including grocery stores. Is it really hard to believe that one day the same kind of proof of passport will be required to engage in all buying and selling transactions? Next, the days of Noah. Jesus said that when he returns, the world will be like it was in the days of Noah. In Matthew twenty-four thirty-eight to 39 we read, For as in those days before the flood they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark. And they did not understand until the flood came and took them all away. So will the coming of the Son of Man be. Is this not what we are seeing in the world today? Even after 19 months of a global pandemic, a global supply chain crisis, and threats of war, people are still, for the most part, enjoying banquets and parties and weddings. In other words, much of life remains normal, or at least as normal as it can be in the midst of COVID. After a series of events that should have shaken the world from its slumber, most people, even in the church, continue to go about their daily lives unaware of the times in which we now live. However, the true state of things is clear to anyone who knows the Bible and is being led by the Holy Spirit. For all the signs and prophetic precursors that are unfolding even now are dramatically pointing to the reality that we are surely living in the days just before the rapture takes place and the tribulation period which will follow. How can we be so certain? Because by his word, Jesus has assured us that when we see all the signs that he and the prophets said to look for, we should look up for our redemption draws near. And we are seeing those signs right now. Jesus and the prophets pointed to dozens and dozens of signs. And while this article cites only a few, each one is undeniable, and their conversions for the first time in history tells us that the return of the Lord is close at hand. In addition to the events already mentioned, further signs include Israel back in the land, Jeremiah 23, 7-8, Ezekiel 20, 34, and 39 and 28, Isaiah eleven twelve. Psalm 107.3 and Isaiah 11.11-12 11, 
the gospel being preached throughout the world. Matthew 24:14. An increase in travel and knowledge. Daniel 12:4. Arrival of the exponential curve. Matthew 24:3-8. Israel surrounded by her enemies. Psalm 83:4. 83:12. Ezekiel 11:14-17 and 35:10 The rise of a united Europe Daniel 2 and 7 and Revelation 17 The rise of a global government Revelation 13:7-17 The state of mankind 2 Timothy 3:1-4 and denial of the signs 2 Peter 3:3-4 3, 3 Jesus commanded us to watch for these signs he scolded the Pharisees and religious leaders when they failed to recognize the signs of his first coming. And so it is with his second coming. Lord Jesus has warned us not to be caught sleeping when he returns. Now is the time to point out these signs to others and to warn them that the last things are upon us. If you have been wanting to share the gospel with someone, please don't wait any longer for you may not have another opportunity. Jesus is coming, and the signs that confirm that he is are all around us. And on that note of readiness, we must pause for today. Until next time, beloved, and as always, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.